Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Today is our special guest day, where we will hear from a friend of the ministry who will share their insight and stories on truth in this chaotic world. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, everybody. This is Guest Thursday, uh, airing, should be airing uh, November 30th in preparation for the Christmas season. And the guests are Linda and I and Dan and Kathy. Uh, good morning. We love being together. Uh, we do. Someday we should just let you listen in on our conversation. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty funny. I absolutely want to know when we're being recorded. Just yeah. <laughs> There's, uh, you know, when you have a sweet fellowship uh, with, you know, people that join your inner circle, uh, it's, it's special. It is special. It is. Uh, because yeah. we, first of all, we just have a lot of fun together and uh, joy. And then we get to rejoice at, at listening to each other's stories of what God is up to and the special things that happen, particularly with our families and the work. And uh, even though sometimes work can be, can be stressful and Dan and I both are in situations where, uh, as I think with any business these days, uh, nothing is easy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, not at all. Uh, so, but we trust God. So as we're uh, discussing today, we wanted to set this up actually here at the end of November uh, to discuss uh, the Christmas season and the holiday season, which uh, now has already kind of kicked off because this will be aired after you know, Thanksgiving. Uh, into the month of December, New Year's, uh, and then into January. So uh, we know uh, from prior experience with us personally a long time ago, as well as people around us, this actually uh, is a season of stress. Uh, and everything changes, the financial pressure, the activity level, uh, relationships uh, with family particularly can be tough uh, during this time. So we wanted to talk a little bit about that and then uh, give some encouragement to some things that we both have learned to really enjoy the season uh, as uh, the celebration truly of, of the reason for the season, which is, you know, Jesus came as a, as a baby so that we could have life and have it abundantly. So first of all, let's just discuss uh, what are some of the reasons that you observe as to why it, it, is, it is stressful for uh, couples and families at Christmas? I think, I think one, one of the things, things we see the most is really just demands on time. Um, there, you know, because, because there are so many holiday parties to go to, so many family gatherings to do, and and there is that fear of missing out, you know. And so a lot of yeses are said, sometimes more than probably should be, um, you know. So there's definitely that. But then you add to that. Um, a financial strain or expectation that people just wear um, and kind of miss the beauty of, of what the giving season looks like even because they've got expectations or someone has placed expectations on them. Um, and that makes it can be very difficult for families, especially young families. Yeah, you said fear of missing out and then you kind of, I think also this, this, this feeling of obligation to everybody now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just that, that inability to say no, um, just how culture is driven. 
Right. When you when you say that, Dan, uh, the feeling of obligation. You know, what is that? What are you thinking of there? How do you how are you defining that? Yeah, it, I think um, there, there, you know, we have so many connections now, um, and just I think people sometimes don't understand. No, no is a legitimate response, you know. Right. And we're a society of yes, and we're a society of always being available because yeah. of social media and cell phones. And uh, the, the idea, idea of actually unplugging and saying, well, no, this is, this is time. We might, you know, my family or time for whatever, you know, to, to refresh um, is, uh, I think, we've, we've lost, we've kind of lost that ability to, to, to say no to things. Yeah, yeah, um, I think that's, that's right. Uh, anything that you uh, see, Linda, why it's stressful? Well, just that <clears throat> a lot of people wait you know, till December to start Christmas shopping. And <laughs> and then that's just added on to everything else that you're doing. And mm -hmm. so it just gets very um, difficult for people to enjoy even just doing that part of gifts, uh, giving gifts. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing uh, that I see in addition to that, you know, activity level, which, which I think, Kathy, you said it, and Dan, uh, time changes. Yeah. Uh, and now you got all these things that you got to go to and, and be part of mm -hmm. uh, that changes, you know, your element of time. Uh, uh, two is the aspect of um, uh, giving at the end of the year uh, that you get bombarded uh, with requests. Right. Uh, partly because, <laughs> you know, in our society, it's kind of interesting enough, it's driven by tax planning. <laughs> so, uh, hey, people say that's a good time, you know, remind people to give because they want to give for their year end before the end of the tax year. So you get bombarded with requests and uh, some of them are, are legitimate, but as we'll, we'll talk about uh, how to sort that through so that that becomes even a joy of where God would have you give. Uh, and particularly as you look at your, you know, tithing aspect and uh, not let it, you know, let, not letting it be a burden, but there is also an opportunity to have a joy about just giving uh, and giving it away. And we'll talk, we'll talk a little bit about that uh, in terms of the privilege of that. Um, and then I think uh, another thing is that um, the financial aspect of it uh, does weigh because, you know, and uh, you look at all the uh, people that you're in your circles to be giving gifts to, uh, literally, it can be a pretty long list, <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. uh, and then how do you do it in reciprocation? You know, so if your relatives give you a gift, or you got to give them a gift, and uh, so then you just are overwhelmed by just even keeping up with that um, mm -hmm. of what to do and how much to do, and, and then the financial burden of it. So the pressure, interesting enough, the pressure comes from you know you're spending money <laughs> by you by using credit cards, by the way. And you know, uh-oh, I'm going to get that bill in January. Uh, and I wonder how much it's going to be because you don't really keep track of it. Uh, you know, so for that, you know, spending. And then because of the holiday, this is a time where families do get together. Um, and that includes the good and the bad. Uh, because there's unhealthiness and people uh, with alcohol, people with, uh, you know, uh, unforgiveness are showing up. And it can get pretty tense uh, mm -hmm. with conflict in families where, um, 
they're, they're both not looking forward to it, but then they join into the conflict and create the stress that now the event doesn't become enjoyable at all. It actually became a very negative thing. So, you know, we can appreciate all the, the things that cause this. Uh, this is why this Christmas season, you know, can be so difficult. So what we'd like to do is share a little bit about some things that we've learned how to uh, make it more enjoyable. And Kathy, if you would, let's just set it up with uh, just reading uh, the 23rd Psalm, the first part of the 23rd Psalm, which kind of sets up what life is supposed to be like. So go ahead and read that, Psalm 23, one to three. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul and he leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yeah, um, one thing is, uh, and you and I, uh, all of us have learned this, uh, the Lord is my shepherd. Mm -hmm. uh, so one thing we're, we're, we're suggesting, uh, and we talk about this, is actually let God help you sort through what it means to be a really effective sheep <laughs> during Christmas. And, uh, <laughs> therefore, hey, let him, let him shepherd and not us. And, and this comes back to, we'll talk about it with Dan's comment about the ability to say no. And... Uh, how do you do that well uh, and then live out the, you know, the life of it. But he says, you know, I want to uh, make you rest in a green pasture. Green pasture is luscious, plush, beautiful, very pleasant. How can we enjoy the pleasantness of Christmas, one, and, and rest in it? And then he restores our souls. And what Linda and I and you guys do is we don't look at this as a time of of stress and hope to hope it gets over, we actually looking at it as a time of refreshment. Mm -hmm. uh, is what a thrill to be refreshed at a very special time of year, particularly for, you know, for us, we're maybe unique, a little bit unique, but decorations are <laughs> kind of important. Right. And it reminds you of the refreshment and the beauty of it, you know, so uh, we enjoy that. So uh, as we look at how we can set it up differently. We're gonna just talk about a few practical things. Uh, and let's start with uh, your uh, tradition uh, that you do the day after. We talked a little bit about this when we celebrated Thanksgiving last week, but talk a little bit more about how you set that up as a tradition and actually use that as the beginning point of refreshment. Because uh, I know it's special for you and your family and I know your family is excited about it. Tell us, Tell us about that and how that works. So, um, yeah, so the, the, the day after Thanksgiving, that Friday, is our decorating day. Um, and that's actually become a, kind of a bigger family day than the Thanksgiving. We have adult children, they're married. Um, and actually, one thing that's nice about that is we've, we've opened, you know, Thanksgiving Day, we understand our kids are, you know, they can go to the in-laws or whatever they, the obligations they have. Um, and so that takes some pressure off of them. They don't feel guilty. They don't feel like they have to run around. Yeah, yeah. we want them to, to enjoy it too. And then, uh, so they'll you know, come over that night. Um, and then you know, that next day is just our, our day. Um, we do plan it, we prep. Um, we're kind of planners and organized. Um, you know, so all the boxes will come up and be ready. And you know, we kind of have the, the day lined out um, you know, so that it can be fun and not stressful. Um, we put up a lot of decorations, so you know, it doesn't have to all happen that next day. You know, we would, you know, most, of it most, most of it does. Well, we got some good helping hands now. Yeah. We, we, uh, you know, they're adults, but yeah, so most of it, but anything that doesn't get wrapped up, 
you know, we still, you know, kind of wrap up at the, in the evening and make sure we have time to relax around the fire, watch a movie, and yeah. you know, just enjoy. So the day itself kicks off with, like you said, you know, Thanksgiving night, we'll actually get everybody here. So when they wake up in the morning, we'll go and we'll cut down, we do a live tree in the family room. So we'll go we'll cut that tree down together and then come set it up and let it fall out. And then, like you said, we will have had brought up from the basement. We have a ridiculous amount of decorations in the basement. But everything has a place, and it's very well organized and well labeled. Yes, um, I so believe that. It will be set up so that literally, you know, you'll, it'll be set up in each room so that we can take rooms and just blast the room together. And we'll be playing Christmas music. We'll have appetizers out. We'll have favorite snacks, all of this sort of thing. The fire will be going. And then kind of the, the grand finale is once all the rooms are blasted is for everyone to do the family tree. And the family tree has like all of the ornaments from when the kids were little, little. And it's got like photos of them through the years from tiny, you know, all the way up. And, and the craft ornaments that you are like almost embarrassed to put on your tree, but it's a memory of them making, those are all on that tree. So that's a fun, everybody works on that tree together. Mm. And then we'll have a Christmas movie going and s'mores and hot chocolate and you know, all the things. So all the feels are good. And then um, the other part of that is that evening is when we actually, Dan does the Christmas, is it Christmas Vacation? Is that the name of the movie? No. What's the one where you turn, where he turns the lights on, but you don't blow out the name of the lights? Oh, yeah, Christmas Vacation. Yeah, Christmas Vacation. So he, he is Kevin Chase. Clark Griswold. Clark Griswold. I don't want to be Kevin Chase. I'll be Yeah. Um, and, and so, so that, that night, for the first time, he'll turn on all our outdoor lights. And, and so, so even in the planning and the precursor, you know, we're taping this right now, what is it, October. We will start this weekend putting up Christmas lights outside. Uh, and we'll have, you know, three Saturdays set aside before. I mean, we don't turn them on, so nobody can. We're not those people. But because it takes so long to get them all up, we will start and plan it out early so that we have set days so that thanks, you know, the night after Thanksgiving, he flips a switch and everything is suddenly Christmas. Oh, fun. Yep. So you're uh, uh, pre preparing now, pacing that, uh, knowing yes. that that's kind of a big deal. And you kind of get that, in a sense, out of the way prior to your Friday uh, session right. after Thanksgiving. It's all just ready. You just got to flip the switch. Yep. Uh, and see if the uh, if you uh, lower the electricity of your town <laughs> that day. <laughs> oh, our electric bill is high in December. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can imagine that. Uh, that's that's kind of cool. So that you know, again, as they're as they're discussing it, it's really thinking through um, how do you do it well uh, with family or prepare to get ready for the decoration. So you're not spending the the time in December. That's going to be decorating because you are your change your time is going to change in December so that's kind of a thing that can get ready and just figure out a way you know to do that for us um, we actually start in November uh, with uh, uh, inside and outside uh, decorations uh, we have to uh, bring trees up we have one 12 foot tree in our family Huge. room. That Huge. takes two, that takes two of us. Uh, we actually have a handyman that has to help me set up the trees because they're so big and they're so heavy. Uh, and that one is so tall 
that we actually have to uh, secure it with a wire at the top to the to the wall basically because otherwise it'll fall over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so that's an interesting one. Um, and then Linda, uh, you know, has we get some help with Linda, but how do you get ready to prepare for the decorations and and just make it so that it's done uh, before the, the all the time constraint hits? Well, like Kathy, I have every bedroom all figured out, and so I just take the totes. Um, the bedrooms have small trees, so and all the ornaments are in each individual closet. So I just pull everything out, and I just start one bedroom at a time, and um, and so I do those first because it's quick to get something done, and I feel like I've accomplished something. Good job, I like it. <laughs> and then on the main level, because it's so much, um, I get help and have them come and they help me decorate the trees and decorate the house. and So that's kind of how I do it. So I do plan it out, but I'll start probably um, the 14th of this year because we're doing filming the first week of November. I will start taking bedrooms at a time. And then um, these trees will be put up and then I'll have somebody is coming on the 16th uh, to just finish the house. Yeah, yeah. So for us, it's by by Thanksgiving, we actually have our decorations up and then just convert, you know, convert that main table, and then we're done uh, for the whole month of December. And we just enjoy it so much. And Linda, particularly, uh, always is trying to make it special. And this year, uh, Joshua, as you, you know, we've talked through with Joshua's and Baylor, yeah, uh, Texan now, and um, he's a he's a kind of a true cowboy. He, he is a true cowboy. Cowboy, cowboy hats, the hats, boots, you know, the and, boots, the belt. Uh, Plaid you know, shirts. And, uh, you know, he likes <laughs> he fun. likes writing and all those things. So this year, Linda says, you know, one of, we used to have his, his, his tree be more of a sports tree with baseball and that kind of stuff, which he liked. Linda said, you know, he's become a cowboy. Let's make the uh, little tris Christmas tree cowboy decorations. And so uh, we worked we worked already to get some. And he'll be surprised when he comes because it'll be a, a whole new tree for him. Uh, that'll be specially geared to him and Linda that's I think that's part of the refreshing isn't it for you that you get a thrill out of thinking through what would be special I love doing that uh, <laughs> I do love that uh, for people and doing it so that's that's kind of a fun thing so one thing we would just urge everybody would be um, if decorations are, are important part of your life for December is to plan that now uh, and either have it done or get ready to be done early so you can at least enjoy it one but also it just doesn't create any more stress right of uh, things and then how you do it doesn't need to be stressful you guys plan it out ahead of time we plan it out ahead of time uh we don't want the actual decorating to be stressed to be overstressed itself you know and so uh come up with a way to enjoy that um, and then as you look at uh the christmas season which for you you know uh, kicks off the day after thanksgiving through new year's how do you approach your calendar um, uh, and how are you able to schedule as well as say no? And then how do you say no? And then we can, we could weigh in on that as well. But how do you, how do you set it up so you can actually enjoy the month? Uh, so one of the things we did, gosh, when did we do this? August, maybe August or September, we already put our rocks in place. We coordinated with the kids and found out there are certain things, New England being New England, there's so many wonderful Christmas things to do around here, little town festivals and 
um, you, you know, know just, just little light walks that are through the woods and all these kind of things. And they're on set dates that you can already find out. So we actually sent out you know, a big text to the kids and said, you know, these are, there's certain things that we absolutely always do as traditions. And so we sent them the dates of those and we went ahead and put those dates on our calendar knowing those are non-negotiables, you know, not for the kids. They have the option to join us, but they are on our calendar. Those are in place and they will trump any invitation. So that, you know, that's part of it. We set the things we know we want to be important and then we coordinated with the kids um, so that you know, they can go ahead and join in on the things that are super important to them as well. And that helps just knowing that ahead of time, because then you kind of like, as we've gotten older, both of us, I think, um, probably more of a learning curve for me, but um, have learned our, our capacity is not what it used to be. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, for the, that we need to pull back more and be able to, to just be at home more than we right. used, to, right. used to be willing to do if we want to feel refreshed in the midst of it. And, and so, so this is a way to help us manage that. that. There, there are things we absolutely don't want to give up and miss out on. And so if that means we have a couple things on the calendar this week and something else comes up, it's a pretty easy no for us. Yeah. Uh, well, it's so kind of interesting too, because I know there's, you know, we are definitely planners. I know there are people out there that want to be a lot more spontaneous than we are. And I get that, but when we plan and and don't over plan that that gives the freedom to oh yeah we can say yes to that last minute that does sound fun we're going to jump into and that, that would be refreshing yeah um, versus you know i think it, for me anyway it would just feel like this obligation i really want to say no to but i probably should say yes to. so it, that does free us up to be a little more yeah uh, yeah setting those setting those non-negotiable things that we really are important right. to us in place lets us then kind of navigate the rest of it if we like you said if we want to jump into something and we're feeling like we have the bandwidth and god says do it then we absolutely can and we're not going to be sacrificing the things that are most important to us to do it because we right. made those steps that's a great idea the you know, we talk about you know not wanting to do as much i think that's kind of true but like when we had young kids at home that filled that was a different season yeah right so we had to plan around that now that we're more empty nesters we actually have a little more bandwidth but we have to kind of plan around that when grandkids come you know the season you guys are in that's going to be different and so it's i think every listener is different. different yeah it's different priorities different holes in your time yeah. But identifying what's most important to you, what you really want to do, will will give you a place just to put those rocks in place. Yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, I think if you everybody, we do the same thing. It's just we identify the important dates. Uh, you know, uh, we might have a uh, a business like Dan. You probably have a business party. You got you got to host and uh, you know things that you want to go see. Uh, and we do that. We get our schedule out of any plays or concerts we want to go to, uh, things that are important for our family uh, to be part of with, you know, grandchildren doing something, you know, uh, Aiden's a drummer. Uh, so he's in, he's in the holiday, they're doing holiday and play at the school, uh, which he's, you know, uh, he's actually kind of a facilitator leader of the, uh, the band for that. Uh, so we'll go watch him, you know, that'll be a day we got to go watch. And like you say, just get the absolutes down uh, and set them and, and set them, you know, in a, in a nice sequence. And then uh, what we do for saying no, because we'll get a lot more requests, 
uh, we'll just say, you know, our calendar, uh, we can't do it. Our calendar's full uh, at the moment. You know, maybe we could uh, get together after the holiday sometime. Uh, and and we just, we don't have to over explain it. You know, you don't have to uh, justify it. It's just, you know, gosh, we're full and we'd love to come, but we can't. And interesting enough, we've discovered people are okay with that. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, when we do it the other direction, if we're inviting somebody, you know, hey, could you come to, you know, we're hosting a little party and they say, gosh, our, our calendar is full, we can't, we don't feel bad about that. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't, we, we know we're not being rejected. It's just, they, you know, their schedule's full. We, under, we can appreciate that. So I would just say, use the no more, more, more judiciously and don't be afraid to use it uh, and make sure it doesn't crunch your time. Uh, with it and and we plan it out and by the way one thing that we said and I think you guys do the same uh, we love watching Christmas movies yeah. uh, you know like Christmas Vacation uh, Miracle on 34th Street you know Christmas Carol um, these are things that we really enjoy and we schedule these during the month with our family yeah. <laughs> uh, what we call movie night and, uh, and we have we happen to have a nice little theater that we get to watch it in so uh, we schedule these things to just say tonight all we're going to do is just hang out together um, and watch a movie. And we got a popcorn machine. Linda makes dinner and stuff, so it's it's kind of fun. Um, as we also, one thing that we we do, Linda actually is a promoter of this um, because of, and we sort through you know who we're going to give to, and we talk about that. And we and what we do is where do we see God at work, um, and we want to support that at the end of our year in giving um, if it's uh, extra, and we're happy to do that. But we don't just give for the sake of giving we really get in sync with where do we where does god want us to give and be faithful to that and and we are and we enjoy that and get to see it but one thing linda does is um she actually uh, <laughs> she she goes to the bank and she gets a, a bunch of cash uh carries it with her and then every day during uh, the time she's out particularly when we're shopping she'll pray about is there anybody god you want us to assist um and it can be real personal and we had just a simple example we were in walmart uh shopping actually uh for our, our grandkids um and uh linda this is linda you know she was purposely uh, in tune with that and tell that little story just briefly um and then i'll, I'll weigh in on it oh there was a little boy down one of the aisles of uh with toys and he had this toy and he was hugging it and holding on to it and just kind of rocking and I, I just kind of noticed that and so I went over there and I said you really like that toy don't you and he says yes um, I said I bet you would like something like that for Christmas and he said I would but my dad said we can't afford this and so I can't get it and so I go okay stay right here so I go find Rich and I go, Rich, you gotta come with me. So we go find the little boy and we say, okay, we wanna go find your dad, so help us find your dad. So the dad is up by the cash register and so we come up there and we said, you know, we'd really like to buy this present for your son. Um, is that okay? And he said, yes, that's okay. So while we're checking out, uh, his older brother is in the, in the background, so I didn't quite, pay attention but at any rate as we're uh, talking and waiting to get pay pay everything to get out I asked him you know do you guys go to church and the father says oh yes we do and this the son says 
Oh, no, we don't. <laughs> so I said, you know what? The Lord really would like to bless you like this. I think you need to consider going back to church. Yeah. So then we check out and uh, uh, we go to the car, going to the car, and, and it hits Linda, you know. Oh, my gosh. I forgot the older boy. I, we didn't do anything for the older boy who's standing there, too, and we got to go do something. Well, I said, okay. So she... You go I go them. run around the uh, parking lot because they had already come out too, and so I'm trying to find them. And I do find them, and I find the boy, and I said, "Hey, I think you probably want something too." And he says, "I really would." <laughs> so I said, "Come on, we're going back in. <laughs> we're going back into the store." Yeah. And so we went and bought him something too. Yeah, yeah. So it just uh, again, as you look at. You know the Christmas opportunity is that uh, you know the generosity. There's people that are disadvantaged. There's nothing greater for me personally than the seeing uh, the ability to help a kid have a little joy. You know at, at Christmas. You know so um, it's not something we we go out and have to do every day, but we're we are led and Linda Linda particularly is uh, has that heart. You know that and we and we find great joy in that to enjoy it so that you know we don't. Uh, just buy presents for the sake of presents, but you know where can we assist? So as we look at you know the opportunity this Christmas, we just urge everybody to you know prepare ahead of time on your on your on your uh, decorations, plan your month out, and say no. And then uh, when you're uh, going with a family who are going to particularly maybe be difficult in conflict, uh, just go to God and and have a heart of forgiveness. And recognize that you don't need to join in the conflict during that time together. Uh, just go and say, you know what, I'm going to do the best job to just enjoy them as best we can, not let them get under our skin, uh, and hopefully that we can have a positive time with our family. And of course, and, and for us, we don't have those conflicts, but uh, others do. And I uh, just pray that uh, you really learn to say no, you learn to schedule your time, learn to get through the conflict, and then at the end of it, and I know you do, and maybe you could end this with us, as, um, as you look back, um, uh, how, can you how can you guys rejoice and say, you know what, we had a great month, and it was spectacular, and we really love Christmas. You know, how can you, as you look back at that, how can you guys do that? Yeah, it's funny you wanted to end on that, because this was knocking around my head a little bit. Um, a trap I can fall into is every year I want to make it more spectacular. Especially <laughs> lens, you know, okay, well, we're going to add this, we're going to Versus surrendering that God will make it spectacular. He wants to be spectacular. Yes. He wants to bless you. He wants to, you know, show you how amazing he is and how much he loves you. Um, but I'll, I'll try to hijack that. And so, you know, you can look back and it's really spectacular because you didn't do a couple of things that you thought mm. were going to... Ah, there you go. Or God has a whole other plan or that falls through and he replaces it with something you never would have. Um, so trying not to hijack that, um, and, you know, just listening to God um, you know, and, and uh, you know, surrendering that to God, I think is, is, is important and something that I have to remind myself of. Yeah. The other thread I would say is throughout the season, keeping a heart of gratitude. Mm. I think just posturing ourselves, recognizing who the gifts and the blessings are from, who the relationships are from, 
Um, all of these things, um, just keeping our focus upward and just in gratitude of what he's doing in and through our families and in our lives, um, keeps the joy right in the middle of it. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think that's a key. And, you know, and we, one thing we do do is we keep our uh, abiding time uh, steady. Uh, we don't take a break from that. Uh, we do it every day, including even Christmas Day, that we, we just spend time with God. Give, you know, as Dan said, let him lead you and guide us. Uh, and, you know, think about what's going to bring joy, set it up that way. And then at the end of it, uh, as you go into the new year, uh, evaluate, you know, how did we do? Did we enjoy it? Where didn't we enjoy it? Keep tweaking it. We've done that over the years. You've done that over the years. Just like Dan said, is that, you know, one danger that we actually think, hey, I could add this spectacular stuff. And actually, <laughs> it just adds a burden <laughs> to the rest of us. So uh, it's kind of a neat thing to do. So we just pray that everybody would really uh, not allow this to become a stressful uh, season. If you have questions, you know, send them in um, and that you would uh, really enjoy. How how could it be for you to really enjoy this full season, the celebration of Christmas itself, not to be overwhelmed by the gifts, but rather to keep rejoicing at it. And uh, and we'll uh, uh, come back and... uh, discuss, uh, Linda can discuss uh, Jesse Tree uh, uh, of something that people can do in uh, reminding your kids and grandkids of the beauty of, of the time of Christmas. So we'll have her back and can share about that. And so Heavenly Father, we're just grateful uh, that we have learned how to really enjoy this. It, uh, we're just looking forward to it. Uh, the day, you know, Kathy and Dan's day after Thanksgiving and uh, the whole month of December, we just are uh, excited uh, that we always get to be in this special moment. And uh, may it be special, may it be beautiful, may it be restful, may it be uh, a time of re- restoration and joy. And so we pray that for everybody, uh, that they would take to heart uh, what you have in mind to bring them that joy, particularly during this season. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks a lot. Thanks for joining us, everyone. We'll look forward to seeing you next time. Yep, we'll see you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.